Oh, what's going on, guys? It's Dave from the Last Call Podcast, and we appreciate all the love we receive, but our social media is getting just a little bit jealous. So follow us on Instagram at Last Call Podcast. No spaces, please. And if you haven't added us on iTunes or SoundCloud, please go ahead and search that Last Call Podcast. Find the one with Ken, Fab, and Dave so you can get all our episodes as soon as they drop and catch up on old shit you missed. Thank you, and remember to keep your glasses full and show your bartender some love. Peace. Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourself. What's up, folk? I'm Ken. And, and I'm Dave. Hey, listen to the Last Call Podcast. Um, we have a special visitor joining us all the way from the... Uh, Land of Austin, Texas. Hello. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. It's good, right? Okay, cool. Um, what's up? How's South by Southwest? It was good. <laughs> you want you want to become interesting? You want to become a Texan yet? Not really. No. All right. So Austin isn't popping like that, folks. <laughs> no, um, I didn't say that. No. Nah. Personally, do you understand you why know, people like I wasn't the Cowboys moved now? As much as like maybe I was in Chicago. Okay. You're more of a Chicago fan? Yeah. Um, but so you were down there for what? How long? Five, uh, five days? Um, six days? So I got, I got here Thursday. And um, yeah, I'm like actually in the airport right now. <laughs> waiting to fly to Fort Lauderdale. Have hey. a layover and then fly back in the morning. Dave, you have any, any tips for Fort Lauderdale? While she's down there? Get some polio. Oh, yeah, tri- I'm going straight to the strip club. <laughs> nah, hey, no, seriously though, there's a spot down there called <laughs> Office Space. Office Space. Tell me? I know Fort Lauderdale. Office Space is very. I mean, because you know, I was there before you. You know what I'm my, saying? My and I'll be there all the DJ. time. Oh, right. We met your because your cousin knows my people. He went to my high school. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, he knows some people that I know, for, like from back in my hometown. I found out through back channels. Oh, really? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. he's playing. Yeah, I'm tell him we said. Stop by. Tell him we said what up. You know what I'm saying? It's always love. We'll come down there and check him. Have some, you know, gone left conversations down there too. You know. <laughs> Yeah, word, definitely. <laughs> South by, I need South by stories. So what, yo, Fab, So explain South by Southwest for those that haven't been or like have some perception of it. Like, is it two weeks? Is it three weeks? Like, what's the basis of South by Southwest? It's two parts, um, and I'm sure Ty can speak to it, too. Um, but basically the first week is like your tech and interactive, and then your second week is your music. Um and some of it is, like, gamer stuff. I saw a bunch of, like, gamer things going on okay. in the convention center. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like, I've heard from other people that have been going for years that um, it's it's definitely changed a lot. Okay. For the good or, um, or for the better or for the worse? Um, it's gotten definitely more, like, hypey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeesh. Dave, Dave, um, Dave has a little discussion. I mean, rap right has now. like totally overtaken. So there was definitely like some rock bands and stuff going on, but like it's very heavy rap um, now. But it, it was cool. Like it was, it was cool. Like the infamous Sixth Street, um, you know, was it was popping. Like Thursday was cool, and then Friday, Saturday was super packed, and then everybody was pretty much gone by Sunday. That's dope. So, yeah. how many days did you spend when you were down there? Um, well, I'm leaving now, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like a good four days. Okay. 
Get them bookings out. And you got an, another big event next week, right? Tell them about the Mile, mile High Club. No, no, no. We have to cancel it. Oh, okay. We're going to cut the this venue, out. We're going to cut this out. The venue, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The venue double booked us, so we have to uh, cancel it. You, you could keep that in there. Um, okay. We're going to leave it. But as far as um, the gig, so I went down here with, like, one gig plan. Um, one of my homies from Philly they were doing a showcase so um i get there and i was supposed to do a guest set and like kind of be on my way but it like turned into i basically like ran the entire music for the whole thing and the event was from like one to seven so or it was like two to seven so it was a long time but it was cool i got a lot of like experience doing all the showcase stuff and i was basically the sound engineer because none of the other djs that came through really knew what they were doing as far as equipment wise right so that was fun. And then, like, you're managing the artists who, like, for the most part, like, all of them come with a USB drive, but some of them don't, like, number it, or some of their USBs are full with, like, their personal files. So it's like, which songs? You know what I mean? Like, the organization is a struggle. Right. For sure. Some people, um, some people, but it was cool. Some people aren't up on your level. A lot of people, apparently. I mean, it's not, it's not even an on your level thing. It's just, like, the mindfulness. Um, but the first showcase we did, ASAP Ty performed, and then there was like a, almost a huge fuck up because the, one of the girls that was organizing or helping to organize the showcase, his people like sent her his music and she put it on a flash drive. So she comes to give it to me and I plug it in and there was no music on there. And I got like, there's no music on it. So then he's looking at us like we're stupid. Don't know what we're doing. Somebody in the back's like, what's going on with the DJ? You know what I mean? Not realizing like, it's not my fault. Right. But, um, thankfully he had his music. He had his own hard drive. Thank God. Otherwise it would have been really stupid. I saw you out by the. Yeah. I saw you out by the Viceland uh, bus, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting experience because the last day we were over there, they were like, "Oh, you want a DJ? Like, just jump on the bus." And I was like, "I don't have my laptop." Uh -oh. <laughs> so that was a flop. That was a flop by me. But um, I get. I got like another gig the Friday, so I was able to play at another event which which was actually the best one so it was cool cool well. yeah actually i'm learning that um somebody gave me like a somebody wanted me to i got so many mixtapes in my bag right now <laughs> <laughs> Niggas yo can you please put my record on i got the most fire single that everybody needs to hear at this <laughs> minute hour second Go ahead. i got so many mixtapes yeah and then somebody gave me weed to play their record also How'd that work out? Did they get the record played? Real question. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, blunt for hire. <laughs> Take Literally, notes. DJ for hire. Take notes. Take notes. That's what last week the whole week. I was actually wow. very happy. Wait, how much weed did he give you? We need to go. We need uh, to go and read. He gave me a dub. A dub lasted the whole weekend. It was a nice fat dub. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> a, that's them Dallas, Texas. Yeah, got it done. That's them that's them Austin, Texas fucking Pillow dubs. <laughs> Pillow bags. They gave him three fives for twenty. <laughs> and it wasn't no regs either. Hey, Texas keep it bumping. Let's talk about this. <laughs>
Nas, um, I know, I know a girl. Shout out to Tink. I know a girl in fucking Texas who told me that um, the trees down in Texas is really good because contrary to popular belief and opinion, Mexican weed is very good. Yeah, Mexican weed's not like dirt, like you know, because they'd be like, "Oh, if it's in TV shows, we're just smoking that Mexican dirt." That's a movie connotation, right? That was a training day, but it was. (laughs) But nah, like like Mexico, like all of the other Caribbean countries, Caribbean islands, and uh, South American islands has really good weed because the soil is so fertile for fucking plant growing and shit. So he definitely probably had that killer fab. I don't. I don't have any doubt. It doesn't sound like she's complaining at all. <laughs> at all. Um, is it just you on the flight? Or are you you flying back on anybody else? Say that again. So if it's just you on the flight, let me give you some flight tips. I'm about is to, I'm, it just me on the flight? Well, so I was gonna give like you a tip, and this is like a tip going out to everybody. But yeah, is it just you on the flight? Even if it isn't. Do you have, yeah, you, I was rolling solo dolo. All right, so here, listen, listen, listen. So um, America, we're about to give y'all the the the, the greatest. Uh, a secret hint that a white man ever gave me. He was the best. Yo, my good. Yo, this, this has worked eighty percent of every time I've used it. All right, so listen. So it's just you. Here's what you do. Right? Are you boarding? Uh-huh. Are you boarding? How long till you board? Um, about like fifteen minutes. All right, fifteen. So. Perfect. This is perfect. And you can get back to us next week, and you can let me know if this worked. Um, so here's what you do. Right? You wait. You wait. Like you're what are you like there's like four zones, right? It's A, B, C, D. And usually yeah. A is the last one. Here's what you do, okay? It might be different because I know it's a crazy festival weekend for you, but I'm just listen. Wait till the end of the boarding, right? Wait till they do last <laughs> call boarding. Listen to me. Uh-huh. Once they do last call boarding, there's gonna be very like four people left in the lobby. Everybody's gonna get up, everybody's gonna you be the second to last person to get on that plane. Wait it out. Okay. The second you walk into the plane, right? The first seats, America, the first seats are usually the first class seats. Here's what you do. If you walk by, if one of those seats is open, you sit down, you put your bag down, you put your headphones on, and just lay out. They will not question you if you belong there or not. I guarantee it. Oh, my goodness. Listen, Fab, if this works for you, I just got you a first class flight back from Texas. Try it out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Try it out. Hopefully, I actually it, I, got first class on the way here, which was wonderful because the other trick is to not select a seat. Right. And if the flight is full, your seat selection will be last, which will usually be the ones open in the front. So that's how I got first that's class. That's exactly. I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same concept, just not as like schemey as I as I do. It. <laughs> right. It's feeling and lying. Yeah, I'm absolutely plotting on the system. Fuck it. I have no shame in it. The system plots on me. Um, we look forward to having you back in studio. Let me ask you a quick question before we let you go. I know you got the uh, the flight to board. Um, can yeah. Dave can Dave select the song of the week? Oh yeah, I forgot. What is he gonna do though? Don't I didn't put him up basic. to it, and now I'm on the spot. You know, you know. Don't be basic, Dave. What are you about to do? What do you think? I was, what do you mean basic? I wasn't gonna play Drake. What? I said I wasn't gonna play no Drake or nothing. Okay. I'm actually. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna play. Does, does he have some restrictions? I actually. I not. Oh, I do want to note that that I have had real barbecue. Oh, it's official. I can no longer <laughs> eat peasant food peasant <laughs> served food. in New York. No burnt chicken wings on the grill. We know. We know you talk about that restaurant. One thirty. If we looking at you, but yeah. So 
I'm a, um, I mean, there was a lot of releases, but I'm gonna play. I'm listening. A song called Black Swan by oh. an artist named Smino. His album just came out, but the song itself has been out for like maybe less than a year. I've heard. But it. his album just came out last week, so oh. that's what I'm gonna play. That's what they. Okay, you do that. You do that. Boom. Because Dave got good taste in music to keep it about. Watch, I'm gonna hang up. His, he's gonna and he's gonna play fake love. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> 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 you listening to the Hot 97 jams on the <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys Alright Fab Get home right, safe right. We'll see you Be uh, safe we'll see, see you Love you all that I mean First class First class Oh yeah And wait Oh you know what we gotta talk about What's Maybe up? we'll talk about it next time But If Ty's there uh, The Soy in the Morning show On Friday They have Fresher perform at 8.30 in the morning right. they, Like Shirt off and everything yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Like yelling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the the one thing. So it was at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> I, I've seen Fresher out like on stage before. He's very active. That I'll give him. His energy is there. It, at eight thirty in the morning or at two o'clock at night. His energy is there. I I'll give it yeah. to him. Yeah. No, was, for sure. Yeah. Was Paul it, Wall was there. Little flip. Was uh, was it crowded? It was crowded. It was a good crowd. Um, it was a. It was a good. It was full. It was full. Okay. There were like everybody that like it was also Freestyle Friday, so people were out there, you know, for that and to like you know pass their mixtapes out. Gotcha. So, you gotta you know gotta make it work. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I'll see y'all when I get back. Peace. All right, take you. Later. Well, shit. Since Fab's gone now. I can play some nigga music. She can't stop you now. She can't stop me now. Hey, nigga, cue up that Gucci, bro. First day out. Oh shit, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Uh, I'm I'm serious because I I'm scared of Fab. So I'm, I'm she. I told her what song I was gonna play. Told y'all, man. I Fab, told the program director Fab's what I was gonna do. Is mean, man. You want to stay clear of that? I don't want any memos. So <laughs> I don't um, want, we don't want no smoke. This song is by a um, cat named Smino. He's out of St. Louis. Um, he hooked up with some uh, some of those like selection guys in Chicago, and uh, he's been rocking on SoundCloud for a minute now. So um, I heard him on Selection the first time last yeah. year. That's when I heard the single for uh, Black Swan, but the other shit had already been out. So you know, this is a uh, Black Swan. Yeah, I came across on, on an uh, Apple playlist music. Ah, sweet, sweet, yeah, it was dope. Yeah, yeah, it's been on there for for uh, like three months. But yeah, so this is uh, this is Black Swan by Smino. Go check his album. It's also called Black Swan. D L K S W N. Yeah, you have to specify Smino Fusco should beam on them. All they hate it when you smile or not. They like toast Tyler and I cheese on them. Smino Compadre speak up. Me no speak no English. Country, country, my linger. Smith and smoke, that shit linger. Smino the greasy old these hoes. Dirty wine bumper cars in the beamer. Bumpers ain't no space. No. Fuck it, start on team up. Stick with my familia. We go back at your bows and white beaters. Back in the space when they tried to delete us We blue G's and stay cheater And I'm just sitting here Think about all of the money that I could be getting right now Wasting my time with you Doing I told you I only got time for these bitches I count I only come through for that guarantee That right on time exactly what I need I need that guarantee It's me D-Pablo, keep a freak a leak 3D 
toes, they want a piece of me Mama told me about these phony frolickers My apologies, I can't let y'all drain me It's me no better than the trust give me I don't mean no more like Smee, yeah Young Denzel train all day One shit here, y'all just live here It's me only Bible I live by Cross my heart to die, nigga, if I'm lying Only bands make me march I beat the eyes like a drumline and I ain't never in no rush I ain't no rush and I'm a black swan Being timeless, how I pass time Scheming, plotting till it's attack time And I'm just sitting here Think about all of the money that I could be getting right now Wasting my time with you doing I told you I only got time for these bitches I count I only come through for that guarantee Right on time, exactly what I need Yeah, 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 yeah. We listening to the uh, the good tunes. Watch what you say on my name. More tune for your head top. Yo, chill, man. That was a good rhythm. <laughs> Talking that nonsense. Um, no, it was dope. I liked it. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling that track. I've, I've, like I said, I came across it on a, on a Beats playlist. Beats actually low keys putting out some decent playlists. I know right. they get shade from Spotify because Spotify puts out some dope playlists. But don't sleep on Beats music. Uh, Apple One playlist. Uh, you know, there's some fire mixed in there. Not easy to find on Spotify. But yeah. I also want to point out that for uh, songs played on this uh, podcast, I'm two for two right now with good ones. I just want to say that right now. So, uh, if anybody <laughs> needs any uh, DJing. And uh, good tunes for your head top, right. you know. Well, holla at me. I'll let you and Fab go back and forth with that. I'll, I'll let you fight those. I'll open up for Fab. That's cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'll open for Fab. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's my name. More tune for your head top. That's a long DJ name. I know, man. right? You got to shorten that. No. You going to put it. hyphens? You going to put emojis no. in there? No. No. Just more tune for your head top. All right. <laughs> I'm thinking back, and that's just like, that. that's really ridiculous. But, uh, you know. I'm happy that it's that ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's I, awesome. I, I wanted it to sound that ridiculous, you know. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Drake is ruining culture. Did you listen to the album? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I had to. Right. That it was called More Life. More Life. Did it give you more life? Mission did that accomplish the mission? I don't think anybody's like creations like that kind of give me life okay. or anything like that. But uh I enjoy portions of it i think it was more of an event than anything <clears throat> even though it was not to be remiss as the, uh, the big boss you know what i'm saying richard yeah ricky renzel nigga ross, Rick said, ross yeah, i'm dropping my album drake, said, album drake said hold my emotions wait a minute i'm gonna drop mine yeah. i mean it's still because people were listening had listened to uh Rick's album for a solid two days without even being able to listen to Drake's album. So I'm happy that it wasn't able to be leaked because that way people got to listen to like Renzel got a lot of spins in two days. I've listened to it about four or five times. So um and then mind you like I that's that's not to say that I think I love it that much, but I say that uh for me to actually have a solid uh, a solid opinion on music or shit pretty much about anything right at least for albums in general i try to go through them like seven times before I you have to and that's why i can't make a, about it i've listened to both the ross album and 
I've listened to Ross album twice and Drake album one time. Oh yeah, um, now, I've got my spins in on both of those things. Yeah. So I got full thesis is like basically written on right. both those. I jokes. mean, they're both projects in their own respect. Yeah. They're both different. You know what I'm saying? They hold their own weight and whatever class you want to put them in. Um, I will say for anything though, for all intents and purposes, Rick, uh, Rick Ross has a <laughs> a combined Rake and Drake, <laughs> Drake and Rick Ross, and call it Rake. But no, but uh, Rick Ross has like an, a harder album, harder rap album. Of course, it's an, an it's a rap album. Yeah, he, Drake's he, isn't. He isn't gave a you a rap book album. of revelations, whereas Drake gave you a, a book, book of, of psalms. a book of rhythms, <laughs> a book of rhythms and psalms. <laughs> it's got some good high points on it, but I can tell where authenticity, uh, the lack of authenticity, makes the the the. the the idea falls short Like on uh, That Madiba joint That Madiba joint That's a great ass Like beat And rhythm But it the fact that Drake's talking about I don't know who to trust it I don't know who my friends are anymore It makes the song Kind of fall flat And I understand the sentiment Because that's real I mean like I'm sure You know People find themselves In those same experiences But it's just like It's just the way That they formed that song It fell flat to me But on the flip that other song, which I don't even, we have to look up the word, uh, Blim. Oh, Blim. That, the the beat itself sounds like some shit that probably Drake heard in Jamaica at some dance hall joint and was just like, like probably brought his phone out, tried to suggest it. It wasn't a real song. It, the beat belonged to like the producer. He wasn't a real producer. He was the DJ, but he did beats on the side. And that was a song that somebody used to like to dance to. So he used to throw that on. You know, it's a whole story behind it. Yeah, he and then Drake shazammed it, couldn't yeah. find it. So he recorded that shit, took it to the studio. I was like, yo, 40, make this again. And they just cleaned up all of the drums, the flutes, everything, you know. Make it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you said, word for word. Yo, I, I bet Drake like walks around with a um like a Jamaican uh, a Jamaican translator. <laughs> but not for to translate a pocket, the patois. A, a pocket Somebody patois. to take what he's saying and tell it to people in patois. So he never has to speak in not patois. All right, if he like, if he can say it, he'd be like, "Yeah," <laughs> like <laughs> all he does is real thing, right? He just says like he has like seven different terms that he says all the time. But yeah, I mean the album itself, you know, it's gonna do what it's gonna do. It's very uh, island vibes, <laughs> island rhythms. Yo, I I swear to God, if you didn't know Drake's background, right? Say you're somebody that doesn't know Drake's background. Like, you don't know where he come from. You just know he's Toronto. He's from Toronto. You know right? what I'd be saying? I'd be saying, yo, Drake just really tries to, like, tell people, like, where he's from. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you really think about, like, what Drake... This is anybody born, like, after 93 yeah. probably talks like this. If you really look at how Drake be moving, he really be trying to put on the city and, like, the people that he's from. Did you Did you know that Drake was Jewish? <laughs> Nah, but you know what I'm saying? Did you know that Drake was not Jamaican? He doesn't he's not light skinned. He's he's really mixed. There's no Wait. Like, Caribbean background and bone in his body. But that don't matter, dog, because he just being real with him. you know what I'm saying? He just really That's where on. he grew up. That's where he's from. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nah, nigga. Niggas got the receipts. Man. He's a good impersonator. He is. Dog. He's a great. <laughs> he's a great impersonator, bro. Not he's a good. The best. He's not a good. He's, he's a great. He's a great one, <laughs> he's man. The best, I give bro. it to him. But like we we had this conversation on a few episodes back, maybe ten episodes back. How like Drake puts on puts on for the you know Caribbean culture. Like, is it 
I don't know how to feel about being somebody that's Caribbean because he's putting on for the culture. Yes, and that's good. It brings more exposure to yeah. it, right? I mean, I'm happy these songs were made. But I mean, we had this conversation. You're right. They're not. That's what I'm saying. They're not bad songs. They're actually decent. Two great songs in complex of composure. I and- mean, you brought up the point when uh, when Blum came on. He goes uh, unruly, which is Popcon's people. Right. Exactly. That's his whole little gang thing that they be saying and shit. So he's like, "Yo, this nigga really on here thinking he Popcon." Like, how is that possible? But I'm telling you, like, you know, Popcorn probably wrote this shit, bro. He probably that's why where he got the beat from, bro. Can't nobody in America make no shit like that. Like, that song sounds really like the beat itself sounds really authentic, dog. Right. So like, I don't even believe that's just like something like, man, you hear like I said, you hear in the house party or something. Then for a lot of them, like, right. you know what I'm saying? So I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of uh, uh, tracks on Drake's album too that like. There's a station I listen to on, on XM Radio. It's like a groove, almost like groove house type mm-hmm. of music. So, like, the beats that he picked yeah. for that album makes me think he was listening to that same... Oh, the house the Yeah, that house stuff. station the and took a beat and ran like with it. The, uh, that world Easily. music. World that, music, yeah. That song with Georgia Smith. That shit is... Yeah. yeah. That shit is like that. Yeah. yeah. So like he has a few of them on it. World uh, vibes. That, and I've I, like that, I have that tune to a station in my car, so I listen to it too. So I get why he listened to it, but he literally just took those beats and sung songs over them. So I mean, it is what it is. I like to so the thing about Ross's Ross album, like I like Mastermind. Mastermind is like one of my favorite Ross mm. albums, mm. like altogether of, of all compilations. Mastermind was a great album. Isn't um, isn't the uh, the Kanye joint on there? Which one? The the Kanye and Big Shine. Yes. What's the name of that? Yes. Um, e, now you catch me on the spot. I was just listening to it a couple of days too. Um, either way, like Mastermind to me was my favorite, at least one of my top two favorite uh, Rick Ross albums. Teflon Don was good too. Um, but so listening to this one, like like I said, I'm still listening to it a few times. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, he's taking. He wasn't even taking shots. That baby on Idols uh, Turn to Rivals. Mm-hmm. Idols to Rivals. Um, Idols Become Rivals. Idols, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Become, <laughs> become Rivals. Idols Rivals Becoming. Yeah, them. Um, little bro and them. Um, he was talking to him. I man. mean, <laughs> he was talking to him. He had just, in, in the sense of how the he album made, was he, flowing. He's up. making him sound worse than Diddy. In the sense of how the album was flowing, though. He hit you with the uh, Apple of My Eyes, the intro of Raphael with Sadiq, Sadiq yeah. which was just like, that was so fire, dog. Yeah. So fire. I mean, I, I looked at it, because I'm a nerd, 34 seconds into the intro of the fucking album, of the new Rick Ross album. You know what I'm saying? The Rick, Rick Ross album, possibly top five of, of this time right now. Not even possibly, guaranteed top five of this time. But Rick Ross, 34 seconds into the album, said, I, t- I, ne- I told uh, I told Meek never to trust Nicki. Like, like I I never I told Meek never to trust Nicki. Like, taking and fucking defending, defending. You know what I'm saying, Meek Mill, right. and going after a ju- like literally just saying like, yo, I know you was a snake, bitch. I knew you was a snake when I met you. Like, so th- you know, starts off with that joint, that smooth. Fucking moves on to that uh, Santorini Greece, which is just such a such yeah. a destination yeah. song. They got destination weddings. That's a destination song, bro. It'll take, it'll take you there. It's great. It, like I said, so the album's good so far. They like, hit I, you with the Chris. You get the Chris Rock intro on Idols Become Rivals. 
Sit down, shut the fuck up, and yeah. take notes. That should have me crying, laughing, bro. <laughs> crying, laughing. He just completely like kind of breaks apart like a short, like a, a revised history of like what Baby has been doing since Rick Ross has known no, about no, it. You no. know what I'm saying? He was saying things like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? I never, I had, I had, you know, slightly heard some things. You was funny with other people's money about it. Low key, you was my man's." The big homie, so I shot you the I shot you songs for free. Didn't charge, like no charge. So I don't even know how you was dealing with money. I can't really speak on that. But I know other people telling me this. And then he was talking about just like how he like saved him from some street shit. Like, yo, I always had your back. He's like, but I can't watch you do this shit to Lil Wayne no more. Like, fuck this. Fuck this. That's real. Fuck this. So he was like, yo, all producers should get paid because he's talking about Khaled. Talking about Khaled and Manny Fresh. And Manny said, Fresh, yeah. He said, I pray that Manny Fresh could see the day of light. Like, whoo. Like, he was like, yo. One of the, the craziest things wasn't within the verse. He said, like, when he was just talking, he was like, yo, my nigga, how you touch a half a billion? And your man's starving. And all your niggas is starving, bro. A half a billion dollars, That's dog. Real talk. That's real talk. That's big money talk. I'm telling you, he made him sound worse than Diddy. He made is worse sound, than Diddy. He made him sound way worse than Diddy. He's way worse than Diddy, bro. Exposed him. So, I mean, we're going we gonna to see how Birdman bounce back. Yeah, but the album rounds out very I mean, well. It, it gets it got some good little I don't I think and I told uh, our engineer Ty that it doesn't need the uh the like the trappy shit on there. Right. It didn't I mean like the trap 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 song, the fucking uh Summer Seventeen, yeah, and uh the song with uh Gucci and Dead Presidents could live off I like Dead Presidents. She on my dick right. is a song with Gucci. Um Dead That's President sick. that should live off in like a bonus section. He should have just let all that, that other shit ride right. together because yeah. the album would have fucking flowed so smooth. Yeah. But he's so He switched up the Maybach music shit I, too. I oh, Maybach yeah. music I did, fire. I did say, so though, fire yeah. though. I did say though that he definitely needed to have at least one or two of his like Brand that turn up type, but that's what I'm saying. But it should have lived on the album, but not within like it could be a forward, you know what I'm saying? Or like if there was like you know, after you read the actual book, there's like you know, maybe a piece acknowledgement back there. So maybe his acknowledgement section could have been like those four trap songs. Like, hey, I want to acknowledge where I come from. There you go, okay. boom, trap, 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 fucking dead presidents, agreed, you know what I'm saying? Deluxe. But all that other shit, even the song yeah, with Ty Dolla Sign, because they use that stylistics fucking uh sample, fucking um, people make the world go around. Like that shit belongs with all of that classicy, jazzy sounding with the with the horns. You know what I'm saying? Like very, very exquisite composition. Like so, I just man, that Ross album could have been like, you know what I'm saying? And and bridging those gaps are the differences that make albums great. Right. You know. But I will say to both and um, Drake and Ross's credit, like both projects are what 16, 17 tracks long. I think Drake's 22 tracks, something like that, right? Yeah, actually, it's long as fuck. So, I mean, they but both... But the interludes, here's the thing, though, and this is why I fuck with that album like that, is that the interludes aren't like your classic... They're not your fucking Rough Riders fucking uh, album interludes or your DMX fucking interludes. <laughs> the Locks had fucking interludes. Skits, yeah. yeah, all them skits. It ain't none of that shit. It's literally... Like, I think the first interlude is Georgia Smith... 
to chopped up the beat because he had just sang for the first time on the album. The third song is Passion Fruit. Passion gives Fruit, you yeah, that yeah. Passion, passion Fruit shit fruit hard as yeah, fuck, bro. Yeah. You know, what but I'm that's saying? what I'm saying. The Passion Fruit is another one of those. Yeah, beats one of those world from beats, that, from bro. That, yeah, from niggas that radio call it H and M music, yeah, <laughs> like bro. that. But niggas got you. Comes off, of, comes off that he got the Georgia interlude, so he comes off of that like world music, him singing and hits you with some bars, and then the other one is the Skepta interlude. And Skepta, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been talking about Skepta for a minute on here. I thought Fuck that was Skepta. I was me, he was listening. To it in whip, and we heard. I'm like, who is? I think I'm pretty sure that's Skepta. He got a pretty line sure on that Skepta. joint that say, "Died and came back as Fela Cootie." That's all I was like, "Yo, turn it off. It's over. <laughs> it's over." But yeah, I mean, Drake's album rounds out. It rounds out well. He finished with that. Do not disturb. He's definitely taking a lot of shots at a lot of people. And, uh, I get it. Whatever. It's gonna go. It's gonna go platinum. Right. Uh, he said anything about push? No. All right. Um. <laughs> So get to the end. He do got a he do got a J Lo. He he talks about on the first song he talks about a drunk text and J Lo. And then on another song, I mean he got like two or three heartbreak songs on there. So it's like one of them he's talking about Serena. Like, damn, how you not gonna talk to me? You, you pop up Mary type shit mm-hmm. to the dude who uh, owns Reddit. Yeah. Uh, the CEO of Reddit or whatever. And then uh, you know, she got he got another song on there called a uh, teenage uh Teenage Dream or Teenage Fears or some shit like that, and that joint has a fucking J Lo sample on it. Yeah, the um, um, if you have my right, love, yeah, I seen a, uh, somebody tw- that, somebody that, that put a tweet yeah, that, that was, was like when it was like him drugging J Lo, yeah. him uh, hugging J Lo, and it was like when the sample clears, because <laughs> <laughs> that nigga definitely he he smacked it, he smacked it, he had that smack. I mean, it. could you blame him? She's like, look, we're grown. Let's just get that over with. Let me figure out if I like get to hang out with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to keep looking at my ass. I just so let's fuck first, and then if I fuck with you, we can keep fucking around for like a month or so. If not, it was fun. Yeah. Um. You uh you I'm clearly you're watching the NCAA tournament, right? Yeah, I'm, I mean, let's not. I don't want to. Nah, come on, come on. You don't want to what? Come on, 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 come on. Because I don't fucking rub shit in your. I don't rub shit in your face like this. I really don't. I really don't. People are gonna know what happened. They know who I like. So you know we can skip over that part. But I think it's really dope how fucking players are getting their like due acknowledgement. I mean, Markel Fuchs hit like fucking forty. They not going to the joint though. They're not even playing anymore. So yeah. But he did drop forty, and that was a kind of like a momentous like nigga. I'm still in the number one pick or whatever. Um, Lonzo Ball yeah. came back on Cincinnati, which I thought Cincinnati Ball. was. I, I was like, yo, is Cincinnati gonna pull this off right now? No. Lonzo, was that a- <laughs> Lonzo Ball is the real deal. Like, I was like, nigga, if I, I would honestly. I would give up next year's first round draft pick if you could. like. If I was the Knicks, I'd you give up this one and our next year's draft for Lonzo. Lonzo Ball is the. You had to give up Melo too. Melo can't be there while Ball there. Take Melo, please take Melo. Um, if like if Boston gets the number one pick, uh-huh. dog, that nigga, he's the real deal. Lonzo Ball is real deal. Bro, he's damn averaging, averaging a double double. And here's in the college. thing. Here's the thing. What's the? I can't. His jump shot is so real. Yeah, it's serious. It's serious. It's serious. Perimeter, any six six tall point guard that can handle the ball and Bruh. get his own shot off. Bruh. That's prototypical, Bruh. man. Prototypical. As long as he stays healthy, he's gonna have a strong career in the league. Yeah. What I worry about is his pops putting because he has two more brothers coming up because he has Them a brother that's a senior. Watch another one that's a sophomore. He's about to make history. They're gonna do something with the Lakers. He's gonna make history, <laughs> bro. Watch. They're gonna be like Well, first team ever to start. <laughs> like we have twins. They never played together though. Right. The Morris twins have never played together. Not in the league. No, yeah, no, no. No. That's what I'm saying. Not in the Wait, league. Wait, did they? No. 
They've been on separate teams since they've been. No, I think they have played. Oh, it did happen. Was it in the Nets? Because they were at the Suns. They were on. It happened for like a few. He he got picked up on waivers. They had joint bank accounts because they were on the same team and they didn't want to get traded. So if they thought they. If one was going to get traded, the other one wanted to get traded with the other one. Oh, yeah. That, that, no, but that happened for maybe for a little bit of a season. I got to look that up, though. Nah, man, but, um, that was at least a season. I mean, Lonzo, Lonzo has more, is, has to me, has more NBA equity than Market, Markel Fultz or Marquez Fultz or whatever. Markel. Yeah. Um, and as far as, like, Fox and the uh, other kid from the U.K., Nah, bro. Ball, ball's got it, bro. Ball's got it, bro. But I, but I guarantee you, he won't end up in the Eastern Conference. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I, I watch. It's gonna be some fucking. I mean, unless the West just because that nigga low key is like the Suge Knight mixed with Big Red from Five Heartbeats. Uh-huh. Like he's gonna be like shaking hands with Adam Silver, like doing like the dirty grin with a cigar yeah. in his mouth. He's gonna start wearing all red. My nigga, all red triple B outfits. He's Drake if he was actually nice. I call him the I call him the ball father. If he actually went to Kentucky, like that's what Drake would be like. Oh yeah. Right. Um Nah, but I'm, cool, I I just don't want his father to put all that pressure, like hope like Lonzo Ball is like the real deal, so I'm not worried about him. He looks like he can play for real, and right. his game will translate to the league. It's the the one that's a uh, senior, um, Lamelo, and um, the other I forget the other, um, the third one's name. Whatever. So the two Leangelo, Leangelo, that's the go. middle brother, right? And then yeah, and Lamelo, that's the one who dropped 80, uh, 83 80. points in the game, and bro. then Lamelo dropped ninety two. <laughs> Light. <laughs> Sit down. I got this. So that, I mean, they both decent. So, but like, I don't want they're they're gonna be decent. But if they pops push them, like the way he's pushing himself into the public scene, you know what I'm saying no. But the way Charles the Barkley, way that he the way that he, the way that he does and trains his kids though they they're gonna be they either gonna break or be really good. Yeah. And here's the thing: Kobe's father was it was a different age though. It was a different age. I'm not going to even try to com- compare it. But Kobe's dad was also, like, vocal. And he was also tough on Kobe. And he was also, yeah, my son's the best. He was the same way. Michael Jordan's dad was hella timid. But he still was kind of, you know, it was uh, Shaq's stepfather, though. He was like that, too, though. You know, my son's, nope, my son's going to go number one. Yep. Fuck all that. So, like I said, we're in a different age. And now we got a guy who's like, oh, shit, I have... I think he said he wanted a billion dollars. Yeah, billion dollars for the three of them. For the three of them. For the three of them. I want a billion dollars for the three of them. Like what? What if one of these guys suck? This isn't a boy band, bro. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) This isn't a boy band. And I'm seeing Leangelo play. He's not that good, bro. He's not that good. He's just he's built like a football player, and the other two are built like basketball players. And he's short too. He's not fast at all. He has no handles. He's gonna go to the league and just fucking be not go to the league. Shit, he might even make it to the league, bro. That's well putting all that pressure. You talking about a billion dollar contract? Now your sons have to live up to the fact that they have to play up to a billion dollar contract. He got, and these kids are still in high school. That's what I'm saying. It's like talk about letting your your chickens come home to, to hatch or whatever. Your hens come home, whatever that. I know what you were trying to say. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. So is your your bracket busted? Yes. <laughs> In short, yes. Moving on. Um. <laughs> God damn, bro. No, I got You're an asshole, Kenny. You tried well, to crack just, it. You I tried to crack it just ass, now. Has, is yours bust? Nah, I got you. You got you. Yeah, yeah, I got CLA one. Yeah. Um. My, so. I, I have a friend Shout out to Bree I had a friend who was like Works at UCLA With the coach at, Like in the In the basketball program Or whatever And she was like 
she, she hit me on the, uh, the the Google chat today because we always be talking when we at work. She was like, "Hey, so uh, what's up?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't want to talk about it right now because she's at the game. She was at the game yesterday for uh, for UCLA, like when they played Cincinnati." And I'm like. I want to talk about it right now. I was like, let's just, just know this. You know, you can speak from your high horse right now, but every man falls. The tournament loves nobody. It shows nobody any loyalty, and everyone will fall. No, everyone doesn't fall. There's, there's usually one that's left standing, usually. And even he falls. <laughs> yeah, when they cut down the fucking nets. <laughs> nah, man. Even he falls. It wasn't, I mean, I come on, just say Duke. I mean, Duke was supposed dog, to at least make the Sweet Why do we do this, dog? They were supposed to make the Sweet 16. They were. They were. They were supposed to be number one seed, right? They were supposed to be number one seed. We were the one seed, bro. Yeah. We were the one seed, dog. We beat we beat UNC twice, bro. We were the one seed, dog. We were supposed to be the one seed. We were the one seed, dog. That's fucked up, dog. It was all rigged. All rigged. Alternative Brax. Alternative Brax, bro. I've seen the real one. Anyways. Um, you watching anything this week? You watch Logan yet? I didn't watch Logan yet. I watch. I, I'm not giving them motherfuckers any my money, but I'm watching it. <laughs> I, I watched it on the bootleg joint. I was say, you watch the fire stick. The bootleg joints at work. Okay. After the after that TV, that's my joint. Oh shit! Bleep that out because the feds watching. Yeah. But got the good movies on there, so I was watching Logan before I left work. But I was trying to get here on time, so I left. Didn't finish. And it. I got like 15, 20 minutes left. But I will say. Two things. One, it's better than I thought it was going to be. I gave it some space. And you have I probably, love. You probably have to see Wolverine. I love the atmosphere that they push it in for it to actually exist. It doesn't feel like they, they, they rushed it. It's not old man Logan. It's a whole new understanding of Logan, even though it still comes from some origin pieces of old man Logan. They haven't. That's one of the things I feel like they haven't touched on yet. If the movie goes too smooth, there's going to be like a flashback somewhere to be like, "You animal," because you know he killed the kids right. and everybody else in the fucking in the school. So, um, but I like it. I, I, I like it. I'm not, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like it. The uh, the new mutant is fire. Like I like it. I like it. The little girl. So. Um, yeah, I'm just about to finish that joint. Uh, I'm fucking on episode 12 of Iron Fist. I heard about Iron Fist. Zoom through that joint. Yeah. You know, I don't fucking go it's out It's only like a half hour. I don't go out anymore. I just fucking sit at home, chill, smoke, and watch fucking TV and draw. So, good environment to put you Designing furniture. There you go. Yeah, man. Look at me. Let's Get go. That. Okay. Let's go. We're talking about it. Let's go. Okay. Let's it's, go. Out, it's out there. It ain't out there. It will be, though. Okay. Enrollment coming soon. Anyways. Um... Yeah, man, Iron Fist is good. It shows, and what I call failures, or what other people, what big label or labels or big, uh, big industry plants like, uh, like a Warner Brothers or Columbia, you know, whatever. NBC Universal, they'll be like, oh no, this is where the studies show. This is where people like things to go. Or in the past, if we go this way with storylines, people tend to follow them well. Um, because you know, with Doctor Strange in the movie, they were worried. They, there's a cut of the movie or a script in the movie that is way more fucking complicated, and they were w- worried that the word, the way they fucking use magic and science in uh, Doctor Strange in the comic books was going to be too confusing for the pedestrian person who d- has never read a comic book or care to read a comic book would actually pick up. Okay, so with. Iron Fist with the script, you can just tell that they're using cues. You know, every little show that's supposed to go from like an age group of like 12 to 32 or some shit like that, they usually add like what um, 
me and a couple of my friends call like the CW element, which is like teen drama. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I like you and I like you too, but I don't know if we can be together. You know, like that bullshit. Like, why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's always like some type of love interest conflict. Right. No, I and this time they actually embedded it in the actual plot. So it's like, it doesn't feel as as forced it's like this kind of has to be because she's this and you're this so Bro. you know but for the most part i like it i kind of have flowing through it better than i flowed through uh luke cage and that kind of upsets me a little bit but still good good to check out still good um, and i'm I'll finishing check- love love by judd apatow on netflix that just dropped too Ooh, dave chappelle drops tonight. i was gonna say when does it drop tonight what time is it online right now? Probably like twelve o'clock. I'll go. Bro. I will go. I will watch. You know it they tonight. be doing the midnight shit, make you it. wait up. I will watch it. Tonight. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that uh, dropped two of them, right? Not one, but two. Well, no, he's dropping three this year. But tonight the he dropped two. two. Yeah, yeah he dropped twenty first million a piece. Yeah. I watched the special that they did Get for um, that chicken. Was that CBS? He did like a fucking like a morning show thing with Robin Robbins. And uh, is that how he name? It's Robin Robbins, right? Robin Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. I was it Gail. Robin Roberts. Gail. Who's Gail? Gail King. Gail King. It was with Gail King. That's the Gail who's like Oprah's, Oprah's best friend, yeah. lesbian lover. That's Shh, on the hush type thing, right? The thing that nobody knows, but everybody knows. <laughs> that they're lesbian lovers, but <laughs> being a black woman, a billionaire, I can't be a, mu- a lesbian too. Stedman, <laughs> tell people we have sex. He's like, I- who are you? <laughs> I get this crib right here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture with like, uh, right is it Michael B. Jordan? I believe big. it is. It's fucking Oprah with her hand on Michael B. G. Jordan's chest. Okay. No, it's it's somebody else. Fuck, it's it's another dark skinned brother, but he's very ripped and cut up, and her hand is like c- caressing the chasms of his chest and shit, like like in there. And I was like, yo, every time you retweet this, Stedman can feel that, bro. <laughs> he can feel it. It only hurts when the dude is actually attractive and he he knows that he's having like amazing sex with Oprah. Yeah, like the billionaire sex. She's fucking somebody that looks good. Like if I have a chance to be like, yo, I can fuck Oprah. I'm giving her the like you gotta give her like you gotta give her a hundred and two. You know what I'm saying? You gotta pull that two from somewhere. From somewhere. You gotta, find it deep you within gotta, you. You gotta make her want to call you back. Bro, this is a billionaire. Yeah. You can have access to the vault. It's true. If the dick is good. You gotta give her the and you like, yo, she's rich. I know something. Bro, look at me. How the fuck did I get in this bed? At some point in time, at, this is a after, more rich this, dude. This is after the third nut you're laying in bed thinking this. Yeah. And, and yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. Don't. No, yeah. I'm, I'm tearing that ass <laughs> up, bro. I'm tearing that ass up. <laughs> TDT, nigga. Ta-da-da. Ta-da-da. Ta-da. Ta-da. that ass up, boy. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying not to picture, but I'm kind of seeing like Oprah just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't want to think about it now. Oprah tossing it back. I'm gonna just be oh. game ready. I don't even want to think about it. I'm gonna just be game ready. Game decision. That's I don't look. I don't want to look at no film. I don't want to see no tape. No nothing. No scouting reports. I'm going in there blind, bro. Literally. My shades. Lights off. Yeah, please. Nah, but you're gonna enjoy this, Oprah. Yeah, I'm good. Um, closing the tab up tonight. Um, definitely want to thank. Tie on the boards. Chuck is gonna stop cursing us out. He was cursing me out earlier. Chuck's not here today to record, but we 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 miss you in spirit, Chuck. Um, thanks to Fab for coming through. Um, calling in from South by Southwest. Um, 
South by Southwest looks like a good time, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. So <laughs> good time. I've, I understand what she's saying though about it being more hypeies because it's just a lot. It's just become trendy at this point. I mean, like just another uh, festival that people hordes of people flock to because they feel some interest of going because it's like the yeah. fashionable well, not fashionable but like trendy things. i mean i wanted to go just because like it just looked like a place where there was a lot of culture um and not the well that's that why people already go. in austin but the, the amassed culture that you get from like big events like that where you can only get south by southwest one area you can only get a Lollapalooza or coachella one area so like i think that okay a lot of people who are maybe like-minded like me are gonna be here and i could probably meet and connect with some more minds like that you know what i'm saying because it's always better when you you know can find that sure. so i think that's a lot of people's motivation now as people pure-minded like us who like different things and the shit ends up being cool shit or whatever or people want to feel like it's cool and so it becomes popular what ends up happening is that the majority kind of shifts to people who just want to be there because what they feel are cool people are there are people who are just in the know you know and so then the people who are left behind who probably like weren't as cool as before like they become the gatekeepers to that shit and then they're like fake cool and it fucking ruins the culture because then they're selective over something that they don't even really understand you know right. you got companies that buy in and because the cool people have moved on the fucking fake cool people who are in control look like the fucking innovators and they become the heads of in the faces of these fucking campaigns and shit like that so i mean that's what i see just in culture in general but i've seen that as a, in a microcosm like with um with south by southwest but it's still something i want to see you know what I'm saying? but i want to have purpose there like that i'm that's that's what's different with me when i was younger i wanted to be there just to be there and meet people and you know right. like now i want to have purpose like if i'm going there it's because i got three artists that's performing at this showcase and i'm getting bread to be here or i'm it's it's it affords me properly to be here you know right so yeah gotcha um shout out the rent money bro we're gonna be in south by next week uh bet that yeah rent money's out here doing work i actually saw saw and him in a picture with a whole nother circle of people that i know friends are like oh shit what up jones um, shout out to Jones That's my guy um, But closing up Like I said um, Thank y'all for joining in with us this week um, I challenge y'all for a, I, I'd say start at a day But I find it be hard So this weekend Like I literally put my phone down At, at, at some point Right And just say you know, I'm not touching my phone I'm just gonna uh, Be productive In my daily form of life And just not be distracted And held down And be a uh, You know one of the victims of just getting sucked into being a time vampire that the phone is. So, I mean, my words for advice, um, my motivation is go out and for six hours, put down your phone. Don't indulge in it. Is it possible? Even if it's not work hours, uh, or past work hours. Um, I mean, if you got kids, you got kids, but I understand that. But put your phone down, relax, and enjoy the time that you have with people that are around you mm -hmm. um experience um time around people that you're not usually around and entertain a conversation with somebody you might not usually talk to um but human interaction is just i feel is um part of the reason that i feel that we're at a point in country where we're just divided right everybody sticks into the circles that they know and they don't really mm -hmm. jump outside them circles so um if it's just talk to people if it's not to talk to people just i mean read a book get get out your phone for a little bit it's all right don't get sucked into technology um uh tip your bartenders uh 
hopefully we'll have fab back next week and we'll have some good tunes um ty appreciate you once again uh my name's ken and i'm dave and the ncaa tournament is over <laughs> dave's bracket's busted hopefully yours isn't yours isn't turning the lights off everybody gone